What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We're back. It's Take Your Pick'em. We are live yet again. So glad to come on and talk with you guys. Hopefully, we can get some people in the chat today. Let's interact. Let's have some fun. For those of you that are driving to work in your cars, thanks for hanging out with us and talking a little bit about today's slate. As always, we want to kick this thing off with winning words of wisdom. And this is something that I, I really, a quote that I really like today because I'm all about uh, the community and all about the group and all about how we can help each other continuously get better, continue to push ourselves uh, to help each other be the best versions of ourselves. So at any rate, here we go. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle and the life of a candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. And so uh, while this, this particular quote is about happiness and about the fact that uh, as you share that happiness, uh, it's never going to decrease, it's really about, to me, just talking through this with the community and just knowing that, hey, we're in this thing together. If we share, if we grow, if we all help each other, in the end, we're going to have so much more success. And so I'm so glad to be on this train with you guys. And um, it's just an honor to, to be able to talk to you guys about the slate every day. So we are going to move along to our recap Yesterday was all full. It did not go well uh, yesterday in terms of some of the concepts we talked about. I didn't like the slate as much yesterday. Uh, it was a very small slate for MLB. So we just talked through some concepts. Obviously, the Mets did not score any runs. They got shut out in Cincinnati against two really marginal pitchers. So uh, and I'll just kind of go through the recap here. So we had Jason Tatum. We talked about his props with the overs. Those were L's. Uh, uh, Jalen Brown, those were L's. Marcus Smart, we got the W there, had a really good game yesterday. The Mets, Bats, those were L's. Wins, Eovaldi uh, over pitches was a win. Henry, under four and a half strikeouts. So less than four and a half strikeouts was a win. So three wins and a handful of losses. I thought we were going to be under, but that brings our total for the season. 24 correct picks, 22 incorrect picks. As we see, that gap is closing. We want to stretch that gap out even further uh, today. And let's see if we can go for the sweep. Uh, so we're going to kick this thing off. One of my uh, top plays on the day. And of course, obviously we're going to get into uh, the screen share here. And that's Johan Oviedo. Uh, this is a guy that started out the season uh, pitching, pitching pretty well, had, had made some changes. And I still think he's adapting to those changes, but uh, once again, he's he's facing Baltimore today, and I think he's going to have a tough time. So I uh, really like uh, Baltimore today in terms of uh, I, I think they're going to be able to score some runs. But I also like Oviedo. We've got him. In, this was only on price weeks. I was checking underdog. We were not able to get that one. But we've got Oviedo at two and a half earned runs. So that's where we are with him. Or earn earn runs is allowed. He's at two and a half, and I, I like the the old. We look at what he's going to be facing today. Well, let's look at his stats first. We've got him at a nineteen percent K rate. He was in the twenties earlier this season, uh, but we've got him at a nineteen percent K rate so far. Eight point six percent walk rate and a four point seven one x fit. Uh, if they give us the walks, I might be interested in that one as well. But we don't have that available to us currently on the pick'em sites. 
uh, does have a 53% ground ball rate, but I, I think I think he's going to give up some runs. As we look here, really struggling to righties in terms of K rate and walks, 14% K rate to righties, 12% walk rate to righties versus lefties, 22.8% K rate, 5.4% walk rate. Um, the thing is, I, I think Baltimore is going to be able to score here. So as we look at Baltimore, uh, and, and I got my man Alex in the, in uh, in here with us today. Thanks, Alex, for joining us. And I will answer that question as soon as I wrap up a little bit of analysis. Alex has a great question here, uh, and so I think I think this is one that's going to be very very uh, interesting to talk about. So thank you so much, Alex, uh, for that particular question. As we look, it looks like Oviedo, uh, he's, he's not throwing the fastball nearly as much right now. So roughly, roughly 33% to both sides of the plate is, is fairly high velocity, so around 96. Uh, and as we can see, we've actually got pretty good contact numbers throughout. Got, got some lower contact rates at the bottom. But overall, 77% for Mullins, uh, 82% for Adley Rushman, 76% for Santander, 73%. For Mount Castle, 90% for Frazier, who's going to be more of a contact hitter anyway. Austin Hayes, 90%. Gunnar Henderson, play that I really like today uh, at 90%. If you're playing regular DFS, really like Henderson today. Um, Mateo at 68% and Stowers at 66% if all of these guys are in the lineup. Uh, we're going to look here. It looks like the other pitch he's throwing, obviously, the slider. And we don't see really good contact numbers at the bottom of this lineup. But obviously, still closer to the top, we've got a lot more guys that are hitting for hitting for pretty good contact. The thing about Oviedo is, I think he's being uh, a bit erratic right now. I think he's having location issues, and so as a result, and this is going to kind of line up with with Alex's question here. And I'll, I'll go ahead and ask his question. Alex says Oviedo is not giving up much power. Is that a concern, right? Not or, or Oviedo not giving up much power? Not a concern. Not a concern for me today. I, I think the, I think he's going to have an opportunity for the ball to be in play. So we've got a, a weighted on base average. So here's the crazy part. Even though he's not giving up a whole lot of hard contact, the weighted, weighted on base average for lefties is 352, and the weighted on base averages for righties is 307. So even though the power isn't there, guys are getting on base. I think I think in this particular case, he's going to walk one too many guys. He, he will see some righties today. I think he's going to walk just enough guys, Alex, uh, for them to be able to get to him. And uh, so I, I definitely think they're able to put the ball in play. So so let me let me clear this up. I don't think they're going to hit 20 home runs in this game for what it's worth. But I do think they're going to be able to single and double Oviedo uh, to death. And if I can just uh, get a little bit uh, of extra time on Oviedo in terms of hits, he does have a prop around the industry of five and a half hits allowed. And this is, and Alex, this is for you because I know you were asking about, you know, is that a concern? So his last, and these are just the last five games, but I'm, I'm trying to demonstrate the fact he is giving up hits. Six hits against Seattle, only three against Colorado. That was in Colorado. Six hits against the Dodgers, nine hits against Washington, 10 hits against Toronto. So my point is, I, I think the walks and the hits are what's going to create the runs today. And so that's why the Oviedo prop at two and a half uh, earn runs more than that projection. I really like that. I've got another another one here from Jason Wolf. He said, I heard you say you're going to fade Coors on the morning grind in regular DFS. Do you like the Phillies fantasy points props in Coors today? Uh, great question, Jason. Once again, 
and, and so let's talk through that, even though this is a, a pick and part, I'll, I'll go over that briefly. The reason I fade Coors is because I feel like the production is not equivalent to the ownership that Coors typically carries. So I just typically fade it all together. But great question on the props. And since we're on that, let's just talk through it. I'm just going to go to that particular game and just look at the information that's in front of us. So when you're looking at Coors, obviously we've got Walker, who's walking guys at an 11% rate, 4.15 XBIP. Um, 29% K rate to lefties, 19% K rate to righties. Ground ball rate is intact, but giving up a ton of hard contact to lefties at 41%. 335 Woba, 237 ISO, 222 uh, ISO to righties, 341 Woba. I think that I think runs will be scored in this game. And so, if you're thinking about taking some fantasy points props from the Phillies, guys, I I, I don't hate that, Jason. Uh, and I know we just went over went over uh, went over Walker, but obviously, you know, we're going to see Gomber here. While these guys may be striking out, Gomber 14% K rate, 5.99 XFIP. I think the Phillies can score some runs here, um, so I I don't mind taking some overs on some of their fantasy points props. And I think you just kind of use all the data that you have and put that together and pick and choose which ones you want to take for total basis, which ones you want to take for fantasy points. Obviously, do I think this game is going to be a flop? I don't think it's going to be a flop. But I do. I, I'm just avoiding a regular DFS for ownership concerns. So, uh, thank you, Jason. Great question. Uh, we're going to move to my next prop here, and that's going to be JP France. We've got him at four and a half strikeouts uh, across the industry. It looks like on most sites. Uh, I'm uh, at the four and a half projection. I like the over here facing the Chicago White Sox. Uh, going to be at the White Sox today, and so what we're going to see is the White Sox. Their, their offense, man, has been struggling, and they've got the strikeouts here uh, for J.P. France. J.P. France sitting at a 25% K rate, 3.6 XFIP, 5% walk rate. And what I like about J.P. is that the, the pitches, the pitch count has been increasing here a little bit. So I think his last outing, he was around 84-ish pitches. Uh, I think if he can get to 90 pitches, I think, I think we see – uh, JP go to town here. So Tim Anderson, 24% K rate. Ben Attendee, only 14, and Gavin Sheets, 13, Andrew, 16. But outside of that, Anderson, 24, Vaughn, 22, Robert, 26.6, Mankata, 26, uh, Zavala, if he's in the lineup today, 35%, and Heasley, Hazley, excuse me, at a 20% K rate. And then we look at what he's going to be throwing. Obviously, he's going to be throwing the cutter. And I did look, the White Sox actually, uh, overall as a team, uh, aren't as bad as you would think against the cutter, but it's going to have the ground ball rate. He's got the whiff rates. And so I think, I think the strikeouts will be there. Okay. And then of course, if he's throwing the slider uh, to righties. We will see that to these righties, Anderson, uh, Robert, Andrus, you know, those are the, the main righties there. We'll see that, you know, the contact rates are 70 and below pretty much on everyone. Uh, and the whiff rates are, you know, approaching 30% on almost everyone. So I really like uh, JP France today uh, to go over that particular projection of four and a half strikeouts. Uh, really like him a ton today. We've got one more prop today, and then we're going to get this thing closed out. Uh, and this is one where I've really uh, settled in this season in terms of what we're going to see from this team. Some teams have been Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, it feels like all season. Well, one of those Jekyll and Hyde teams has been the Oakland Athletics, probably soon to be your Vegas, Las Vegas Athletics. 
coming to a theater near you. We've got Martin Perez. And while Martin Perez typically does not get lit up, sitting at a 17.1% K rate this season, 4.8 XFIP, 7.3% walk rate, 371 Wova to lefties, 322 to righties. Look, he's a guy that doesn't give up a lot of power, but what we're attacking is strikeouts here. And they do have a fair amount of strikeouts in the middle. Like we've got Diaz at 33% to lefties, Langliers at 29.4% to lefties, and uh, Smith at 32.1%. But overall, this team is not striking out a ton to left-handed pitching, and they've actually hit left-handed pitching really well this season. So with Martin Perez coming to town, a guy that, look, can get strikeouts, but I don't think he picks up the five strikeouts today. I did look across some projection systems. It does look like they're going to project him for around five. I'm going to side with what's been happening this season along with what I see here. I don't think he gets the five strikeouts. I'm taking less than the four-and-a-half strikeout projection against a team that has been hitting left-handed pitching a lot better than right-handed pitching, as we saw last night when Eovaldi came into town and, I mean, just really ran through this team. I think he had 11 strikeouts through seven innings, and at that point, I mean, just throwing an elite gem against the Oakland Athletics. They will not see that today with Martin Perez. So at four-and-a-half strikeouts, I really like less than this particular projection. Once again, I think Oakland is able to put the ball in play here. I don't think Perez gets rocked, but I don't think he has enough to get the strikeouts. One of the other things I, I do like about this Perez situation, they have seen, it seems like they want to limit how much he's going to pitch. So very rarely are we going to see him get much past 90 pitches. He's been in the 80s most of this season. So that's something else. I think if he gets through five innings and he's around 88 pitches, I don't think he comes back out today. Uh, and if that's the, unless he's maybe throwing a no hitter or something, and if that's the case, I, I, I think they pull him and let somebody else come in for the sixth inning. So, really like these three, this handful of props today. So, I'll give you a quick recap and then we will get out of here. So, first prop on the day, Johan Oviedo at two and a half earned runs allowed. I like more than that projection. We've got JP France at four and a half strikeouts. I like more than that projection. We've got Martin Perez at four and a half strikeouts. I like less than that projection. One, uh, oh, before we close it out, one other thing. Um, I'm hoping that the, the major sites give us Perez against Cincinnati. If that's the case, we will be investing in the over on that particular projection at, projection at four and a half strikeouts. We don't have that prop up yet on, on underdog or prize picks, so I'm just going to avoid it. It is up on Vivid. Last I checked, it was at four. I think that's fantastic for uh, Perez facing Cincinnati. If you can get that in on Vivid, I definitely think that's an opportunity for you to get it. We don't have it across all the sites, so I won't include that in our, in our uh, end of the day tabulation. We're going to stick with the three that we have. But if it comes up, I would encourage you to get in on that particular uh, pick'em play. Thanks a bunch for joining. Take your pick'em. We'll see you back here next week. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Thanks for joining us, folks.